what's up, folks? My name is Doug McCain here for the Get More Sports Podcast, where today we're going to talk about more NBA, and we're going to dive into some of the headlines in the NFL. So today we're going to start with the Raptors. Last night they evened the series with the Bucks. Uh, the Raps took out the Bucks last night, 120-102. to They evened the series at 2-2. Fires for three. Kawhi Leonard not at 100%. You remember he's, he played 52 minutes in that double overtime game three. And Kyle Lowry really stepped up. He led the way 25 points, six assists, five rebounds. And also the Raptors bench really stepped up big time, scoring 48 points compared to the Bucks bench, which scored 23 points. And... That was a big night for the Raptors. So we have a series up in the up in Toronto versus Milwaukee. The Eastern Conference Finals looks like it's going to be real down the stretch. A best of three series. They're going to head back to Milwaukee for game five. And this is a Milwaukee team that doesn't lose back-to-back games. They've only lost back-to-back games once all season long. And in that second game, they've come back and they've defeated their opponent by 15. So they're not used to, to getting beat in consecutive nights. But the Raptors, they came out. And this is what the Raptors do. So Ka- Kawhi Leonard, he was spectacular defensively. It wasn't your... Uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard, he's leading the entire league in playoff scoring. 499 total points, leads the league in minutes in the playoffs. So they needed those role players to step up, and that's what they did. This year, the Raptors, they're 17-5 and without Kawhi Leonard. So you remember Kawhi, he missed a lot of time earlier in the year. Uh, with load management. He missed 22 total games. And the Raptors, they really, really stepped up big. And it was it was a really a nice night. You know, the with, with Giannis Antetokounmpo, he needs to step up. He needs to be that MVP that we know he's going to be. He led the Bucks to 60 wins this year. And people are talking about, is he the next Shaq as far as being a dominating presence down low? Last night, he had, you know, as far as NBA players go, as far as stars goes, 25-10-5, but only three total fourth quarter points. So they really need... Giannis Antetokounmpo to step up in the fourth. And another thing is, man, if you're watching this game, he's airballed his second free throw. That was a nasty airball. Didn't come close to the rim. And if you're watching these games, you have to know Drake has no chill on the sidelines. They need to do something about Mr. OVO, Drizzy Drake, because he is pretty close to getting a T at this point. He's, you know, Spike Lee in his prime. Jack Nicholson, he's becoming just a fixture for that team. And I think that he's living vicariously through Fred Van Vliet. If you look at it, he looks like Fred Van Vliet. And, you know, Drake is really doing his thing. 
and supporting his Raptors. That's fun to see. And we're going to see if Drake has any influence on Kawhi. We know that he's been working on Kawhi, offering him his private jet if he re-signs. If you saw, they're going heavy on trying to lure the claw to stay in the six. The city of Toronto is offering Kawhi free food for life. Hashtag Kawhi and Dine. It's a movement in Toronto. The public is campaigning to keep Kawhi Leonard with the Kawhi and Dine initiative. Their motto? studio, an auto detail shop, and a law firm all on board as well, guys. But let's remember, this is Kawhi Leonard. You hear the laugh. This guy is a robot. He runs off batteries, or as my producer Clint says, you know, he runs off baby pace, baby food, like in RoboCop. So, you know, I don't know how far this Kawhi and Dine thing's going to go. It seems a little desperate by Toronto, but I'm not mad. You know, someone like Kawhi Leonard, who has really solidified himself as a top, you know, three to five. Some nights he looks like the best player in the NBA, and to lose Kawhi Leonard will be a backbreaking situation for the Toronto Raptors. But even if they do lose Kawhi Leonard, I don't fault Masai Ujiri for making that move because you get out from under that DeMar DeRozan contract. So you remember they signed DeMar DeRozan for that Supermax five years, $190 million deal. And this is a guy who had to sit in the fourth quarter of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I used to call him DeMar DeFrozen because he just would cool off in the fourth when they need him the most. He's not your traditional NBA player today that can, you know, shoot threes. You know, he plays a lot from the mid-range. He's a, you know, a nice player. He's a fringe all-star. Don't get me wrong. But Masai Ujiri knows that winning in the NBA is about having a superstar and having someone like Kawhi Leonard, who's now two games away from getting the Raptors to the NBA Finals. So the fourth quarter yesterday was really money time for the Raptors. They came up big and... They're really hot. You know, it's nervous time up in Toronto. And he hits that game winner to send them to the conference finals. You had Toronto fans, NBA fans saying that's going to seal the deal, right? Kawhi's coming back. Kawhi's not going to go to the Clippers. He's not going to go to the Lakers. He's not going to go to the Nets, the Knicks, some other teams that have been talked about with Kawhi. But I think that it's going to be tough for Toronto because – you, you know, what, what do they do? They got his bird rights, right? So they made that trade for Kawhi, so now they can offer him that fifth year, which will be around $50 million more than any other team can offer him. But this is a guy who turned down that fifth year Supermax with San Antonio. So we know there was a lot of trust issues between Kawhi and Popovich, San Antonio, with how they handled his quad injury. But if he can turn down that extra $50 million once, What's he's probably going to do it again, have no issues doing it to a team that he didn't ask to be traded to. So give Toronto credit. They rolled the dice. They swung for the fences. And in, it's about to net them a finals appearance, potentially. 
but I don't see him re-signing with the Raptors. You know, he's a guy who's already won a championship. He's a guy who's already won a finals MVP. He's a guy who had LeBron James on the ropes. If it wasn't for Ray Allen in the gold rope game where he hits the best shot, one of the best shots in NBA history, you remember the game where Ray Allen, you know, they had the championship ropes out. They call it the gold rope game because Ray Allen told him to move those ropes after he made that three to send it into overtime and the Heat would ultimately go on to win the championship in seven. But without that, that's a, that could be a two-time finals MVP and a two-time champion. So he's got that championship box filled, that finals MVP box filled. Really, I think it's a quality of life thing for Kawhi. He's from San Diego. His family lives in Los Angeles. And, you know, they asked Kawhi, what does he hate? And he said the only thing he really hates is cold weather. Kawhi, Kawhi, you've been in Toronto uh, for a while now. What do you think about the city and how the fans kind of received you and just your overall thoughts on uh, being with the Raptors so far? It's great energy out there. You know, fans come out. They're very supportive. The city's it's a great city. There's a lot to do. Um, I was just talking earlier, but it's just been cold. Um, but, you know, the snow does look nice on days, but... I just need a jacket to go outside. I'm not used to it, wearing boots and everything. But as far as the whole city, team, coaching staff, organization, fans, it's been great. And Toronto, I mean, that's got to be the the worst. The the Cavs that must have the coldest weather in all of the NBA. And I think he ends up ultimately with the Clippers. It's a comfortable situation. Maybe the Lakers and LeBron can work on a deal uh, to try to sway him to the purple and gold. But the Clippers really fit what Kawhi is looking for. He lit, you know, he's he's from LA. His family lives here, and you know, it's a chance for him to grow his brand in a bigger market, and that's what he wanted to do. He left Jordan Brand for New Balance, and. I think he's going to bring a new balance to the West when he comes in here, signs with the Clippers. So they really have no shot, in my opinion, to sign him, even if they win a championship. I think Kawhi Leonard knows his legacy is intact, and if he comes to the Clippers, he's going to be just fine. So unless Toronto can move the city of Los Angeles or California to Toronto, I see him coming out West, and I think that's what's going to go down with, with Kawhi Leonard. But back to last night's game, it was really – just a great game for Toronto as far as the way they share the ball. You know, you see their style of offense is drive, kick, swing, drive, kick, swing, getting open looks. And the Bucks, that's what they do. They try to get guys that they don't feel comfortable with or that, that uh, they feel aren't great shooters open shots. And Norman Powell last night hit those shots. So big win for the Raptors. They head back to Milwaukee, and it's really gut check time for the Bucks because if they go down 3-2, headed back to Toronto, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be super lit, as the kids say, up in the six if it comes out with a closeout game in game six. So tra- uh, shifting gears here to our next topic, Staying in the NBA, the Clippers are now considered equally dangerous as a threat to the Knicks to sign Kevin Durant. Man, how has this NBA world, this sports world changed? The Clippers, a historically inept franchise, they get Steve Ballmer, who's one of the richest owners. I think I actually think he is the richest owner in all of professional sports. He pretty much has more money than the entire league's owners combined. And he hires guys like Jerry West, guys like 
uh, Lawrence Frank, Doc Rivers, and they look like an attractive free agent destination. People are like Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving. They're on all these guys' radars, but we're going to see if they can actually close. Now, when it comes to the Clippers... I, it remains, you know, to me, I'll believe it when I see it that they're going to attract these free agents because they're really a franchise that has accomplished next to nothing when it comes to postseason success. They've never even sniffed a championship. Their best years with Lob City and Blake and Chris Paul, they seem like they were jinxed in, you know, those injuries, those second round exits. But it's another thing about, uh, you know, same thing goes with Durant. And Kawhi, you know, Kevin Durant, he's won his championships now. He's won his finals MVPs. And Mark Stein said that uh, that, uh, that that the Warriors are smart. They're very smart and plugged in people. And they've said that the, word, uh, the Warriors is the Los Angeles Clippers have emerged as an equally dangerous threat. Now, you remember one of the deal breakers to bring Kevin Durant to the Warriors was the presence of Jerry West when he was in Golden State. This very publicized, you know, when the Hamptons Five went to meet with Kevin Durant in New York, that Jerry West was on the call and he did speak to Kevin Durant. And, it, you know, a lot of people say it was that final push that sealed the deal for him to go to Golden State. And now Jerry West is leading the Clippers. So don't doubt the logo. This is the greatest GM that this league has ever seen. Guys are comfortable to play with him. And if he's telling Kevin Durant, hey, you come to the Clippers, we have cap flexibility, we have young talent, we have Doc Rivers, one of the best, Doc Rivers is the highest paid coach in the NBA. He's getting $11 million a year. He's a coach that the Lakers desperately wanted, and he didn't even think twice about joining the Lakers. And if you're Kevin Durant, you come to L.A., we all know the L.A. is where all the NBA players live in the offseason. Kevin Durant lived up in the Hollywood Hills last summer. So he comes to the Clippers, pressure-free situation, and this is a guy who likes to hoop. Sure, championships are great, but Kevin Durant's a guy, if he's in the game, you know he's going to be handling the rock. You know he's going to be getting his shots up, and he does that with the Clippers. I could definitely see that as a real possibility. But, you know, and then and shifting over to yesterday – Rich Kleiman, his agent, Rich Kleiman, his agent, was doing an interview, and he said that Kevin Durant is 100% undecided on his future. Not been decided. There's no hidden no. handshake agreement. No. With the New York Knicks? No. No, nothing like that. No. Okay. All right. Okay. That is 100% undecided, and... Um, and I'm waiting on Kevin, you know, that's, that's the truth. I think there's a feeling that this thing is like war games and everybody's kind of like... Playing uh, a role. Yeah, playing chess like years out. But when somebody gets to the level of basketball that he's at, yeah. you can't juggle focus like that. There's so many things he's juggling too. He's not scripting his future while he's playing the way he plays and practices the way he practices. Um, he really doesn't know, and I really yeah. don't know. That's all fine and good. That's what you want your manager and your agent to say. But we all know, you know, Paul George signed with the Thunder at midnight. LeBron James, that move to L.A. was telegraphed months in advance. You can't tell me that Kevin Durant has not made a decision as to where he's going to go because the Warriors were going to win this championship months ago. So it's not like, oh, if we win this championship, I'll stay or I'll go because we know he's already won rings. And with Kevin Durant, 
I think really that translation is start spreading the news. He's leaving the day after the Warriors win the championship. And I think I want to see him go to Madison Square Garden. I know that Dolan has been a train wreck of an owner with the with the Knicks, and their success has been been absolutely – it's been a travesty, really, for the mecca of basketball, the New York Knicks, not to have won a championship since 1973, not to be in a championship since 1999. Those Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, Latrell Sprewell teams, the Knicks – they got to the second round with Carmelo where they lost to the Pacers. But other than that, that Mike Woodson team was a surprise. The Knicks is a franchise that should be luring in top free agents, the Kyrie Irving types, the Kevin Durant types. And I made, I made some points here about what's better for KD's legacy. Is it better for him to go to New York? Is it better to go to play for the Clippers? Me, I think if he goes to the Clippers – he completely salvages his legacy. You, you know, he leaves the Thunder and he goes on to to win those championships with Golden State. People think he gravy trained that you know he joined a dream team. They formed the Monstars and Space Jam. You go to MSG and you even get them back to prominence as far as Eastern Conference Finals appearances. A Finals appearance. I mean, who knows if you win a championship. Walt Frazier, he said after winning a title with the New York Knicks that his life has been one big championship parade since winning that title in 1973. And I think if he goes to MSG, revitalizes the New York Knicks, that I think that's the move for him. You know, New York doesn't get bigger than the Big Apple, especially for the NBA, especially for basketball history. And I just want to see him in New York. I mean, the Mecca is already rocking, even if they're not a great team. You put Kevin Durant, maybe even join Kyrie Irving with that, and I think that'd be big for him. Other option, of course, like I said, he goes to the Clippers where, I mean, not all championships are created equal. If he gets one with the Clippers, yes, you're taking a historically inept franchise and getting them over the hump with their first championship. Maybe you get some of these Laker fans, you know, you you change the balance of power in Los Angeles, but ultimately you win a tie with New York, Kevin Durant, I think we forget about, you know, leaving OKC. I think it's it's really, you know, he puts himself into that top five to seven category all time. So that's what I think about that. I think KD, he ends up in New York City. So number uh, next topic, we're going to head over to the NFL. So the NFL offseason this year has been pretty solid. You've had some trades, OBJ. You had the whole saga with uh, Kyler Murray, Josh Rosen, and I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers, uh, if you didn't see him, he was on episode five of Game of Thrones. He was an extra. So, you know, he's got a little side hustle now as an extra on Game of Thrones. So part-time extra, full-time quarterback of the Packers, and you know, if you haven't watched it, you got to see him break down this episode of Game of Thrones. He goes super into it that he was not happy about his uh, about the finale. He was really, really upset with how it all went down with the character arcs and this and that. I'm going to play the clip right here for you guys. Uh, it wasn't the the guy that got burned up, and I'm disappointed in every person who would actually say that was me. Because if you watch that person run, they're a total non-athlete. Oh total non-athlete. <laughs> and, and I wasn't the archer either. Although that person definitely looked like me. 
<laughs> so you were one, the one near the bell tower. Sure. Sure. Were you satisfied with the ending of Game of Thrones? No. <laughs> I love the show, and I and it was a great ten years, but uh, but no. I mean, you come down to the end, and Tyrion says the person with the best story is Bran, <laughs> who, by the way, three episodes ago said he wasn't Bran Stark anymore. No, John had a better story. Danny had a better story. Arya had a better story. Sansa had a better story. Tyrion had a better story. Varys had a better story. <laughs> Braun, a lot better story. Jamie, better story. Xerxes, probably better stories. Any Baratheon, better story. So who should have been on the throne? I mean, I think, I think Danny should have been on the throne. Here's the thing, though. Here's my th here's my last theory about it. if Bran, the three-eyed raven, who, who's you know all about the health of the realm. Let's think about what he did. He basically wanted the throne the whole time because he's the one that told the Starks, knowing that Sansa would tell Tyrion, knowing that Tyrion would talk to Varys, knowing they'd scheme for Danny's death, knowing that would piss her off, which led her to be the Mad Queen. So he the entire time kind of set this whole thing up, and at the end he goes, oh yeah, no, I don't want to be king. Oh, but why did I travel all this way to be here? No. Look, <laughs> I, lo I love the opportunity to be in the show, which... Most people probably don't think I was, but I was there. <laughs> I love the show, but, uh, you know, the writers are also doing Star Wars, so I think they might have been a little busy this last season. And, of course, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, that's like listening to Klingon. You know, that's a lot of characters and this and that, but one day you'll watch it. And I just think that I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers' career go down like Game of Thrones went down. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones... They won three Emmys for best drama, right? So that's like three championships in the TV world. And going into the final season, if they had capped this off, they'd be in the conversation with best dramas, best TV shows of all time, the Breaking Bads, the Wires. But for me, Tony Soprano is the one who ended up on the Iron Throne. It's still the Sopranos. And I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers... He has a real chance, in my opinion, to go down as the best quarterback of all time. I know Joe Montana has four rings. I know that Tom Brady has his rings. But when it comes to just pure talent, pure arm talent, Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the all-time talented greatest player there is. And if he caps it off with another championship, that he could put himself in the conversation. Just look at Aaron Rodgers. Super Bowl, you know, he won one Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, two-time most valuable player, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro. This guy's all-time pass rating, 103.1. Um, you know, he had a career-high 122.5 pass rating back in 2011. His touchdown-to-interception ratio is ridiculous. 402 consecutive passes without an interception. And I'm just wondering what's going on with Aaron Rodgers as far as how he wants to cap off his career in Green Bay. He didn't get along with McCarthy. They really haven't surrounded him with a truly, you know, Cobb's nice... Um, but you know, a truly, truly elite receiver that can really help them make a championship push. 
So I want to see what they're going to do with with Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see him go out like Game of Thrones season six, where they didn't deliver. I wanted to see him, you know, finish his career on a high note, make a Super Bowl run, and hopefully get that championship and join the conversation for best quarterback of all time. He's already to me. I mean, give me players at their peak versus their whole entire career. I know Brady has all the accolades, but he also has Belichick. He also has an offense that doesn't require him to, to make the throws that Aaron Rodgers makes. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I, really, I have no dog in the fight when it comes to NFL teams. I grew up in Los Angeles. I don't really have an NFL team, but I've always been a fan of Aaron Rodgers because of his talent. And then last topic here for the NFL, we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliot. So this is the off season, and that's when you go from hearing Ezekiel Elliott on ESPN.com, NFL.com to TMZ.com. Too much Zeke, right? And th- he needs to cut it out. M- Mr. Ezekiel Elliott, he was arrested over the weekend. He was put in handcuffs for an incident at, uh, you know, for an- another incident. We start running back was handcuffed at the Electric Daisy Carnival in Vegas this weekend after knocking a guy down to the ground. The video starts and you can see him arguing with this woman and she's trying to walk away from him but he's using his body to cut her off, which is a huge problem considering Ezekiel, the allegations that Ezekiel has faced in the past. Eventually, a bunch of event staffers surround Ezekiel and this woman. As soon as he knocks the guy to the ground, Ezekiel throws his hands up and goes, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. What did he do? He used his body to knock this guy to the he ground. Used his body like a battering ram, like push. Like what again, Derek? And Ezekiel Elliott is a guy, he's he's the same guy. He needs to think about what he wants to do as far as, this is a guy who's on the trajectory to make a run for Canton, to be a Hall of Fame running back. You know, he's already has 4,000 career rushing yards, 4.7 yards per carry, 28 rushing TDs. He's a great receiver out of the backfield, 1,900 uh, total yards. And I don't want to see him go out like guys like a Ray Rice or a Johnny Manziel. A more, look, at, look, he's from Ohio State, right? You don't want him to be a guy like a Maurice Claret who allowed the off-the-field incidents to really affect what he does. So he's one of the best running backs in the league. I think, you know, he's a make a case. You know, he can arguably is the best running back in the NFL. But every single offseason, there's an incident. TMZ, stay off the TMZ. We don't need to hear about him outside the lines like we do every year. So Ezekiel Elliott, he's got to get it together. Because if he doesn't, he could be squandering a, pro, uh, a Hall of Fame career. So get it together, Zeke. And... I think we're going to wrap on that today. So definitely, guys, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Next episode, we're going to be breaking down more stuff from the NBA, NFL. Look out for some interviews coming pretty soon. But for Get More Sports, my name is Doug McCain, and see you soon.